whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. Hey friends, Karen Pennington here, and I'm not sure how many of you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a walker. I'm a big walker, actually. We moved into town so that I could walk almost everywhere in town. I can walk to work, I can walk to the store, I can walk to church. Uh, It's all part of my grand plan to stay healthy and mentally sound and not gain 100 pounds. So, (laughs) So I was walking to church yesterday. Um, feeling a little bit vain, honestly. Um, I was singing the praise band and I decided I wanted my hair to look nice and it wasn't working out for me. It started out okay. It was raining just a little bit. So I had my, you know, I was like, okay, I put it back and I had a brush with me and I'm like, I'm going to carry my umbrella, my favorite umbrella. I know that sounds weird. So now we're just vain and weird. And so I'm walking worried, so worried about my hair. Cause I just want to, I just, I can't. I never worry about my hair. I just, I really wanted to look nice in front of everybody. I was singing and there was a song I was singing lead on. I usually sing back up and all these things are going through my head and it just starts raining just a tiny bit. So I take out my umbrella, which I always carry in my backpack, which carry around with me everywhere. And, um, probably within probably seconds of when I had the umbrella over my head, maybe a minute or so, I think less than that. I saw this man coming down the road and God, said to me, give that man your umbrella, give him your umbrella. And so like a seemingly sane person, I ignored that because why would I be walking in the rain and give someone else my umbrella? So I kept hearing it and it was like nagging at me and I'm like, it's about to start pouring. My church is like 1.6 miles away and I'm not halfway there yet. I'm going to be walking a mile in the rain and then my hair is going to be messed up and then I'm going to look really cruddy while I'm singing to Jesus and I'm supposed to look good while I'm singing to Jesus. You know, these are the things that are going through my head. And in the midst of this, I keep hearing, give that man your umbrella, give that man your umbrella. Now, this is a man I had seen before. A few weeks ago, I walked to Tim Horton's coffee shop, which I normally do on Sunday mornings. For some reason that day, I went a different route. But I usually go and spend some time. It's like my coffee with Jesus Sunday morning. And as I was walking away from that a few weeks ago, might have been a month, might have been six weeks, something like that. I saw this same man digging through the garbage outside. He was digging through the garbage until he found a cup, a Tim Hortons coffee cup, just so he could take a sip out of that cup. Now, I've seen this man around town a little bit. I walk a lot. I've never seen him beg. I've never seen him even try to look anyone in the eye. (laughs) He just does his own thing, goes around it. And a lot of times it's even hard to see him because he just keeps to himself and moves around. But I guess that day I saw him and I mean, it just absolutely broke my heart and I'm on my way to church then. I'm trying to get there on time to be respectful to, I I can't remember if I was preaching that day or I was doing something that day. I'm always doing something at church, you know, and I heard as I walked out, 
buy that man a coffee and in my head I'm going I'm gonna be late for church and then I heard again two or three times buy that man a coffee and um, I'm not I don't always make the greatest decisions I'm not always as free at giving as I should but I know that if God tells you to do something three times to confirm it it's in your best interest to do that and I'm thinking what am I gonna lose two bucks so I, I walked up to him and said excuse me would you like a coffee and he almost seemed embarrassed so I said, really, I don't mind. I really don't mind. I mean, it's funny that he was embarrassed that I asked him if he wanted a coffee because he was drinking leftover coffee out of the garbage that he had dug for. So, and I, so he, he said, okay, thank you, ma'am. And I walked in and when I walked in, I heard buy him, a, I'm thinking I need to buy him a sandwich. So I got, I got him a sandwich too. I actually got two sandwiches as like a deal. So I could say to him, Hey, I'm not going to eat the second one. You might as well have it. And so then I talked to him a little bit and um, I invited him to church. I said a prayer for him, thought about it. It was the same guy. And I had seen him walking down the street a couple times in this particular time. I mean, very small, very emaciated, very, he was respectful. You know, he wasn't disrespectful. He just, um, I think not used to being talked to very much, not used to being looked in the eye. I think he seemed kind of invisible. I think he tried to be invisible, honestly, but so... I keep hearing, give him your, give him your umbrella. And I keep thinking my hair's going to be so messed up by the time I get to church. I know that's a messed up thought. I'm just being honest here. This is real time. So I just said, good morning. Like I usually do when I see him. And I said, would you like this umbrella? Would, or, I didn't even say that. I said, do you need an umbrella? And he kind of half looked at me and half looked right back down and said, yes, ma'am. So I said, here you go. Gave him my umbrella, kept walking. <laughs> I mean, that was that. I I just have this feeling God's going to keep bringing this guy into my life for me to do small kindnesses to. Um, just talk to him. So now I'm actually kind of excited because now it's I'm interested in seeing how the story ends. Well, so my hair did get wet. Not that wet. It didn't really rain that much more. It didn't downpour like I thought it was. It was just tiny. And um, so I put it back. I had a rubber band. I, I don't think anybody cared. <laughs> I don't think anyone was like, oh, no, your hair is in a ponytail instead of down and straight. And, you know, I was so, I really was concerned that morning more than I can't even imagine why. I normally don't care, but I was so concerned about making my hair look perfect and looking perfect when I stood, you know, I checked out my outfits. So I, when I stood up and I, when I sang the lead vocal on the song, that I could look presentable and honorable and almost missed this guy walking by me um, I wanted people to see me you know and God was like look at him and um, as I'm walking to church not so worried about my hair anymore I mean who cares I said I was thinking about how invisible this man seems I was thinking about I can't even remember his name he told me his name I forgot his name how many people must not know his name and how for him to have to live a life like that, he, he must just not matter to most people because people can just, they just walk by him. And, and I heard God say to me, he matters to me. And so I spent the first half of my walk trying not to get my hair messed up and wet. And I spent the second half of my walk trying not to get my face all wet because I was trying not to weep. And it just struck me how much God cared and cares about that man. Every man, every woman. 
you know, reflecting on that, I think on a pretty familiar passage, I think about needs. There's so much that I think about. Just that one encounter. Um, New Revised Standard Version, Matthew 6. If I can get to it. Matthew 6, 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food and body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying at a single hour to the span of your life? Why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So, that man mattered to God. That man's more valuable than grass. More valuable than a lily, more valuable than a bird. I don't really pay attention to birds much, especially when there's a whole bunch of them together. And, you know, who would pay attention to just one that gets lost in the crowd? And this is a man, I think, that got lost in the crowd. And God very clearly said to me, he matters to me. And as I'm thinking about this, first of all, I worried later in that day. I worried a lot last night. I struggled with that after all my sermons about if we trust God and we believe in God and we seek God's will, we don't have to worry. We can bring him our concern and know that he will take care of us. This is a restating of that. That's God's grace. It just hit me more clearly than maybe in my whole life yesterday that when they say when we say this, sometimes we're God. I mean, we're not God. I'm not saying I'm a deity, but we are God's reflection. We are God's hand. We are God's vessels. I think about how the next 10, 15 minutes that I spent walking to a church, I only had a little bit of rain on my head, and then I got into a very warm building. This man was walking around all day, and the rain got worse while I was inside. He needed an umbrella. I didn't. God knew it. And God badgered me just enough that I actually paid attention. Sometimes, have you ever thought about the fact that sometimes you're God to others? When God just prompts you to say an encouraging word, to do a kind act, to give in a selfless way, even the simplest of selfless ways, that that is God's answer. God is calling you to be Matthew 6, 33. Has it ever occurred to you as it did to me? And looking at that man that had absolutely no resources, no resources. And God still cared about him. God still cared enough 
to bring me there exactly at the right point and I left later than normal, I took a different route than I normally do, different timing, different route, different everything that day and I believe that that was a divine appointment. That was there and I didn't need that umbrella that day. It was a tiny bit of trinkle for the rest of my trip. He did. God used me and my lateness <laughs> and even my vanity because on a different day I might have been like, hey, I'll just get wet and I would have had my uh, umbrella in my backpack and I wouldn't have been able to get to it quick enough to give to him just walking by. Wouldn't have been as simple of an act. God knew that. It did remind me of another at the end of time. It says in Matthew 25, 31, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all his angels with him, then he will sit on the throne in glory and all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people, one from another, a shepherd, separate the sheep from the goats. And the sheep, he's going to say, this is a little paraphrase now, you can read it in uh, Matthew 25, verses 31 and on. Come, you the blessed, you that are blessed. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. And the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothes? Clothing, sorry. When was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them. Truly, I tell you, Matthew twenty-five forty, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are fit members of my family, you did it to me. That's a neat translation. Who are members of my family. You know, it's funny when we think of least, our immediate connotation seems worst. He didn't say worst. There's a word for worst. There's a word for evil. There's a word for unacceptable. There's a word for unclean. The word in Matthew 25 is least. If a father talks about his or a mother talks about their youngest child, they might say back in those days, maybe least, as David was the least of Jesse's children, the youngest, the weakest, um, not the best known, not most valueless, not of less importance, but the least, the one with the least resources, the one with the least recognition, the one with the least strength. See, we hear least, I hear least, I say valueless, least desirable. I don't know that that's what God means. Maybe most destitute? Most needing of help? I mean, a millionaire really doesn't need me to buy him a coffee. If I do, I'm kissing up. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being nice, I don't know. But he doesn't need it, and it's not an act of charity if I do. It's not an act of compassion for me to do it. It might be an act of, hey, I want to do something nice for someone so I can feel good about myself. But when we do something for someone who could never possibly pay us back, 
we're lending to God and God always pays back with infinite interest. I sang my song yesterday. I sounded good. I sang back up for the rest of the songs. I mostly stayed in tune. Listen, I had a couple bad notes. I'm going to be honest. My hair didn't look so bad. I put it back. My outfit looked okay. I was warm. Had a good worship time. Said some encouraging words to people. And you know what? The most important thing I did all day yesterday was that 10-second act with that $5 umbrella. the best investment I made yesterday. Five dollars. My hair looks fine today. I think it looks pretty good. If it didn't, who cares? It's hair. I lent to God. It wasn't a selfless act. I lent to God. I'm going to get back over and over and over again because Really, even the things that we call selfless acts, they're investments in greater things. Well, we're really honest about it. It's not selfless. God's going to pay us back. We're storing up our treasures in heaven. We're going for the long game. It's just smart. It's just good economics to do what God wants us to do. Because it's an investment in eternity. And ain't no recession no bills, no climate, no anything can take away from our heavenly investments. And moreover, I'm a sparrow too. God values me too. And, and just for that moment of clarity in recognizing this other person's infinite value to God, in the same time, I affirm my own. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For those tiny opportunities where we can move beyond ourselves to see you, where we're smart enough to forget our investment of minutes on earth or hours on earth or even years on earth and just recognize the more important thing, Lord. Help me have more of those. I want more of those. I want more of that peace. And even as I see that you're able to move around my whole schedule without me realizing it, just to give an umbrella to a homeless man who needs to know your provision. I'm that infinite and value to you as well, Lord. May we see our value to you. May we see others' value to you. And may we live to point to your glory and goodness in your name. Amen. Be blessed today, my friends. I pray that you have a God moment where you see God in an unlikely place and are blessed and a blessing.